Welcome to the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip. Thank you so much for joining us once again, where we talk all things leadership and culture, giving you tips and tricks on how to build a powerful team, develop your team members to help you grow your business to new heights of success. If you haven't, please make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. That way you can keep up to date with all things leadership and culture. But for now, let's get to it. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about a discussion I had with a client of ours recently. We were talking about some issues he was having, and it really brought light to how many, I don't want to say leaders, but managers, um, will often throw the blame onto their employees rather than owning when they've come up short. Now, this instance, we were talking with an individual, and they were venting some frustrations they were having regarding how some of their team members just did not trust one another. And they were asking, you know, what is with these people? How hard is it to trust, the, you know, your coworkers? You spend all this time, you know, in the same environment. We all deal with the same things. Why can we not trust one another? And this opens a great line of communication with this individual. So if you're in this boat and you're noticing that you have an individual or many individuals with your team who don't seem to trust one another, there's definitely a few questions you want to ask yourself. Is this a personal thing? Does this person just have general trust issues? And that can be the case. There are definitely individuals who trust slower and faster than one another. So we have to understand that not everyone trusts in the same level. But the most important question you really need to ask yourself is, what have you done? What have you facilitated? What kind of environment have you created that allows your team to trust one another? And that was a question I hit them with, and it made them pause for a second. They didn't quite understand it. So I had to explain a bit more in detail. I said, why would they trust one another? What have you done as their boss to give them the chance to develop trust with one another? Now, often in busy workplaces, we want our teams to be working nonstop. Just go, go, go. But that's not necessarily how trust is built. Trust is built around relationships, about getting to know one another. Just because the person's next to you doing the same job doesn't mean you trust them. You hope they're going to do their parts that you're not going to be let down, but there has to be an emotional connection. You have to build some sort of relationship with one another to trust your you know, coworkers. So I asked, what have you done as their boss to give them a, for lack of better terms, safe space to develop trust with one another? And after a few moments, they realized, well, they haven't. They never really thought of it in that way. I said, well, if you've never given your team the space to get to know one another, to develop that trust, well, no wonder they don't trust one another. And looking at the staff turnover ratio for this company, I said, it's also proven that people aren't going to be there very long. So why would somebody on their own time invest their time to get to know one another? Because the likelihood of that person being there for an extended period of time is low. And maybe these individuals are just trying to protect themselves from being hurt by building connections when they just know that in two months' time, they're going to have to get to know somebody new once someone's quits or you fire them. 
So if you have some team members who are just not trusting one another before considering that maybe it's a personal thing, that this person has past traumas or whatever it might be that's hindering their ability to trust in the others around them, ask, what have you done to give them the space or the time to actually build those connections which will allow them to trust one another? Now, what if you do have someone who just doesn't trust that easily? As I mentioned earlier, some people trust slower. Some people trust faster. Now, if someone trusts slow, they're more likely building a stronger relationship, meaning their trust is going to be more powerful. There's going to be a deeper connection with the individuals. Whereas someone who trusts fast, it's more like them saying, you know, I'll trust you until you prove me otherwise. It's very easy to break someone's trust when you trust them fast or they are somebody who trusts fast because they have less of a connection. They are going off face value believing that they should trust you, but there's no real foundation for it. But certain individuals do have trust issues on a whole, and that's just a topic that I'm not the individual to discuss those areas with. We would recommend you finding you know, the support needed for those and finding coaches to assist those individuals in that area. But the fact of the matter is, is we all trust in our own ways. We need to have the space to be able to trust our team members, our coworkers. But it all stems to building relationships with those we work with. So how do you set up the space to allow your team to build those connections? How do you create the environment which will assist your team in trusting one another? Well, trust is founded in relationships. So we need our team to connect and build a relationship with one another. We do that by getting to know one another. So here are some simple things that you can do. We'll talk both about the in-person world and the remote world, about how we can build these relationships. Some simple ways that we can do this is by promoting our team's eating their lunch away from their desk. Having a space, like a lunchroom or a break area or a courtyard that our teams can go and sit and have their lunch just to chat. Eating together meals is a great time where people often let down their guards. They're definitely not focused on work. It allows them to talk with one another. You can ask questions about what they're eating, especially if you see someone eating something that you're unfamiliar with. You can learn about their culture, their heritage, their likes, their dislikes. It's an opportunity to begin to get to know one another. Another op opportunity is when you see staff chatting before and after work, to not rush them to get their desks unless there's super pressing deadlines. And obviously, you need to ensure that people are constantly abusing the time you give them to chat. But having those conversations with coworkers is important. We also told a number of clients that we recommend they do employee highlights at meetings, especially at their toolbox talks. They take the time to have everyone at once a meeting just tell the group about who they are, their backgrounds, and just get to know one another. You know, often we see someone get hired for a position and due to their age, ethnicity, gender, whatever it might be, there could be some 
stereotypes that give certain individuals in the room the belief that that person is not qualified or capable of doing said job. And having these introduction talks where you, you allow the individual to tell who they are, their history, their background, what they've done, where they've come from, it allows them to introduce themselves. It gives the, the team the ability to understand why they've been put into said position. Because often as managers, you know, we don't tell teams what they need to be. You know, we don't tell teams why someone's been hired to do a certain job. We just simply so we've hired someone that can be fantastic. They bring lots of good experience and skills. And that's kind of the, the glossing over aspect. So allowing team members to you know, tell people about their history, about you know, their work experience, the knowledge they have in the industry and why they're here, it allows us to believe in one another a bit better and to start forming the trust that this person is the right individual for the job. Staff social events are a fantastic way. You know, be that a monthly morning coffee catch-up or quarterly dinners or monthly dinners or after-work drinks. Something that's very disarming, that's not work hour-based, but it is part of the workplace culture to get the teams together, to have them socialize, and to discuss you know, just their, their personal interests. These are great ways to learn things about one another and take personal interests. We often send out some kits to a number of clients, and one of the, these kits has some questions that we recommend they input into their their onboarding process about getting to know employees a bit better, knowing about uh, who their family is, pets, children, special dates, their interests. These are all things that we recommend so that the leaders of the company can better support their team in a variety of different ways. These are the questions that you want to gently massage into conversations um, so that you know the team can get to know one another better. If you know that your new employee is a massive lacrosse player and you know someone else is also a lacrosse player you can casually bring that up in conversation to allow them to build those connections because building connections and getting to know one another that is where your trust is going to be built but as a leader or as a manager you must create time for these things if you are a hour cruncher you want everyone to be working non-stop between nine to five little to no personal engagement with their team members, no proper lunch breaks or no space for lunch, your team's not going to be able to trust one another because they've never been given the opportunity to trust one another. They've been given the opportunity to build relationships. And this is where we find many of our clients struggle when they say, if my team doesn't trust one another, what's wrong with them? It's not them. It's a, you haven't done anything to give them the space to learn to trust one another. But what about the remote world? How can we get our teams to trust one another when we work remotely? You know, the idea of chatting at lunch or around the water cooler. These things might not be physically possible because we aren't working together anymore. But they are possible. You just have to approach them from a different direction. Let's say lunch, for example, or after work drinks. With so many different tools that allow us to have digital meetings and digital calls, we have the ability to have after-work drinks. We have the, the ability to run you know, a team lunch 
it gives us the ability to still to have a social with one another. Now, I do want to forewarn you that because people are working from home, they may be less likely to do an outside of hours social events from their home because you know they've already been home all day long and it's it's now their time where if they're at work it's like oh what's another hour really mean you know the commute might be a little bit better so yeah i can stick around for the after work drink but when we're home it's two seconds from your computer to your lounge room so we our team will quite often choose to to leave as quickly as possible because they don't want to be working from home any longer than they need to so we do recommend using the business hours to create said space. So building into your schedule, into your culture, that if your team works remotely, that you have a weekly lunch social where everyone gets together or you have breakout rooms, you have different groups. If you have a large organization, you, know, you can have different breakout rooms each time so it allows people to get to know one another. When you're having meetings, still use the opportunity to invite one person to do a little bio, tell everyone about who they are, their personal interests. And it can be someone who's been a company for years. You know, there's no harm in us getting refreshers on who we all are. People's interests change, or you know, if they've changed departments, we may have pigeonholed them into you know interests that they used to have, but things do change. So it's important we allow everyone to give the opportunity to have refreshers and still learn from one another. So don't necessarily use all these online video conferencing tools purely for meetings and for managerial purposes use it to socialize and network with your with your team allow them to get to know one another create power groups where you accept a few individuals in either one department or different departments and they have you know a monthly meeting where they can chat with one another get to know each other better but also understand their problems a bit more because we want to open the lines of communication and build that trust in those bonds that although we are working remotely and we don't see each other that you can reach out to me you can call me on zoom or google hangouts or whatever it might be and i am here to help you at all times another great opportunity to help build trust is i've recommended to our clients um, called hot hour or you know hour of power where basically in your schedule as the leader you have a window of your time which is blocked out always as time for you to be approached by your team to discuss whatever it is they want. I have one client who blocks out four to five every Tuesday, and he has a Zoom link up that he controls who can come in and out. So basically, all he does is he sits there and waits for one of his employees to come in to talk. If someone else comes in at the same time, you know, he can either invite the second person in or you know, have them wait in the waiting room in the online platform before bringing them in. So he is dedicating time to ensure that there's a space for this team to approach him and talk with him, be it about personal stuff or work things, wherever it might be. But he's scheduled so that everyone knows that they have this time to just come and approach and talk with him so they're not feeling as burdens. This is a way that he's building trust within his team because he's showing that he's prioritizing the team. He's set it into his schedule as a repeating calendar reminder that hey every every week this day this this hour i'm all yours no matter what happens if i'm on the roads you know he pulls out his phone he stops this is what he does it's how <clears throat> pardon me that's how he's building the relationship and the trust within his team by prioritizing the connections over some of the other things and this is a big aspect of where trust comes through 
we need to prioritize building those connections, that trust within our team. Because if we always make them second citizens, to, we're never going to build that trust within our team. We're never going to have our team members trust one another. So if you find that your team is not trusting one another, stop blaming them. Say, oh, you need to do better. You need to trust your team members. If you've never given them the ability to trust one another, you've never given them the space to get to know one another and facilitate that, your team cannot do what you request. They cannot build trust with one another. If you say you need to build better trust, hey guys, stop talking, get back to work, you're contradicting yourself. You need to allow them the time to connect. You need to allow new team members to ask questions, try to get to know one another. Having more experienced or tenured employees become buddies that allow them someone that they can go to, to connect with, you know, introduce them to the entire team. These are things we can do to build connections and trust with one another. Uh, I've seen companies use uh, employee po- uh, profiles where people can you know, basically search who everybody is and get to know people who they see you know, just passing by in the, in the halls of the workplace. Trust is built on relationships. And if your team is not trusting one another, it means they have not been given the ability to build a relationship with their team. And more often than not, it's not a them issue. It's the fact that you as a manager, business owner, or leader have not given them the space to trust and to build said relationships. I want to thank you once again for joining us as part of the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip. And once again, if you haven't already, please make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. Our contact details are in the description of the episode, and you can contact us if you want to have us discuss a topic or want to be part of the podcast. We'd love to have you as a guest to the episodes. We do love interviewing different people regarding different areas of culture and leadership. And if you have an area that you'd like to debate, we are always happy to discuss that with you and hear your ideas and see how we can assist you and others around the globe make their workplace cultures better. But most importantly, remember, you got this. Yay!